0: Right, welcome back everyone to I Feel That. We are so excited to have you here for another episode. Today is a little bit more of a lighthearted episode. We're just going to be talking about some small moments that bring us joy. And speaking of things that bring us joy, thank you everyone that's listened to our first couple episodes. We're super excited to have you listening.
1: Yeah, so I got this idea actually from TikTok. There's a girl, her name is Tiana Growley. Uh, there's a viral TikTok and she mentioned some things that she described as human things that get me by during my time on the physical plane. So we thought that would be a good idea for a podcast.
0: Yeah, I love it. Do we just want to dive right in? I know your list is a little bit longer than mine, so why don't you take it away first and let's just get into it.
1: Sure. So there's a few, I think, simple things that come to mind when I think about things that bring me joy and top of the list is probably like dogs and cats. You know, I'm a big uh, kind of animal person. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. I also love small things like having clean sheets or finding an amazing item from a thrift shop, like absolutely one of a kind piece that you know you'll have forever.
0: Yes. One of mine was when you try really hard at something and then someone acknowledges your effort. I just feel like that's something people don't do enough and it's so nice. It just feels fulfilling to have your hard work recognized. Yeah, so wholesome and nice when you put
1: all this effort into something and yeah, someone recognizes it.
0: Yeah, I love it. Another one of mine, kind of on the same lines as yours, cat videos on TikTok. That's like (laughs) my whole algorithm, baby. Yeah, same, same for me as well. Yeah, something else that I
1: really love is sunsets in rearview mirrors because I feel like it's the framing, it's a whole vibe. I don't know if that's like the art girl in me. Like, I just love how that looks when you're driving away from a sunset and you can see it fully in all of your rearview
0: mirrors. Mm, I love that too. I, especially, I feel like it's such a trend now. People are talking about like embracing your main character energy, and I feel like sunsets in the rearview mirror gives me that like main character like. If you got a good song going, exactly. it gives me that like energy. Yes. yes. On the, a separate note, but also something that makes me feel like a main character is when you have jeans that fit just right.
1: Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, I think about also giving and receiving really good gifts like if you truly know someone and you planned out a gift and giving them that and knowing that they will really appreciate it and vice versa like having somebody that really knows you and you know is going to give you a good gift and I don't know I feel like we have that all the time where we're like one of us will remember something that we talked about a while ago and then gift that to each other and I don't know that's the best feeling and I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, gift-giving is definitely, like, one of my top, if not the top, like, love language, I feel like. (laughs) Because it's just that you feel so, like, seen by the other person that they remembered such a small detail or or picked up, you know, even just someone getting you, like, your favorite coffee or something small. It just feels so nice. Yeah, I think as I've gotten
1: older, I've really tried to be more in tune with that because I think a lot of people really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, definitely. One of mine was also when you drop something and then someone stops to help you pick it up. I just feel like like we live in a society sometimes where we don't go out of our way to necessarily do nice things for people. And that's just like that small way of just being like, "Yes, I care about you and I'm going to help you out."
1: Yeah, it, I think it just makes the world a better place when people, you know, have empathy and can show that and are willing to take time out of their day to even if it's to help you for a few seconds. On a separate note, I really like how in like national parks and state parks, we have put up these like towers. That's like one of my favorite things about going to do hikes and whatnot is when there's a tower that you can walk all the way up and see over all the trees and see all the mountains and things. I just think it's kind of funny that we've decided like this is genuinely something that we all like and that we're gonna do basically across the entire country and like uh, in other countries, is just put up these towers for kind of just to see like a bird's eye view.
0: Right, yeah, it's kind of funny when you think about how we literally just made a tower to climb up only to look at something. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, it's, you know, you think of other things that you know, we're, we do so much stuff just for like a purpose, like to get something out of it and that you're just getting the view.
1: Yeah, it feels so much more like wholesome and not so hustle and bustle. Like it's a time that everybody's going to take to take a moment just to take in the view, smell the roses kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Speaking of kind of a random thing, but on the same like wholesome note. So I, I went to Target the other day and... I got the most like perfectly ripe avocados and it's just like, (laughs) yes, I know. Like the most wholesome excitement ever because it's just hard to get good avocados, man. I was Mm -hmm. so excited. It's like the smallest little thing, but I was like overjoyed.
1: Yeah, I think because it's like the most temperamental fruit. Fruit? Vegetable? I don't
0: know what an avocado (laughs) is.
1: But yeah, so when it works out perfectly. It's always a blessing. Something else I think that everybody can relate to is when someone sends you a song they think that you would like or that reminds you of them. That just makes my week, month, year, (laughs) like when people take the time and have listened to a song and send it to you, that's just like one of my absolute favorite things and brings me the most joy.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's like a whole... That could be a love language of its own. Yes, definitely. Like when someone knows your taste too, it's just like... I don't know, you feel like they really get you.
1: Exactly. On the same note, going to concerts, like a really good concert. I love... Here in Wisconsin, we have Summerfest. And I've gone for like six years in a row. And I have... I mean, when I was a teenager, I used to wait for hours on end just for a specific concert... And then also, I love the part at like the end of the concert, if it was a really good concert, when everyone just kind of sits or stands in silence at the end, and is kind of in shock or awe. It's just like such a wholesome, like collective feeling.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's the whole thing that kind of makes concerts. It's just like everyone else's energy and your own Mm -hmm. kind of like making this great experience. Mm, The next one on my list, I have kind of a story for purely because I felt like I needed to set like the tone. So basically uh, two summers ago now, I went to Germany to see my family and my family was going to pick me up at the airport. But first I had a layover in Zurich in Switzerland and this all would have been fine and dandy, but... (laughs) You know me, I always got to forget something, and it happened to be a phone charger, so my phone was at like 2% in the Swiss airport, and I needed to text my family that um, I would be leaving shortly, and that my flight was on time, and I just wanted to let them know. So setting the scene, it was like during the heat wave in Europe, I am sweating. I like sprint to this phone shop, and all they have is the cord, but not the adapter, because... I guess the Swiss people couldn't use the same adapters that the Germans use. So I have a German adapter and I'm like frantically trying to make it fit in the little hole to like plug my phone in to charge it. And this Swiss boy sees me just hardcore struggling and offers to let me use his phone charger. And that was like the smallest thing, you know, for for him to just loan me his charger for like 20 minutes so I could text my family and have a little battery left for the flight. I just felt like it was such a random moment where I was like, you know, there are people out there that actually care about other people. And that was just really cool because I was in such a panic. People just don't do that enough to go out of their way for someone else, especially I feel like in the US, kind of on a different note that I won't get too far into, but we don't really have that. Like we don't always treat people who are foreign the nicest and I just wish that attitude would change because that totally made my day and also helped me actually get to the airport, so. I love
1: that story. That's so sweet, and I I agree. I think in America, we could really use more of, I guess, again, empathy and, like, caring nature. I feel like we've been, not, like, everybody, but I feel like Americans are very more self-minded compared to, like, sh- like other countries that care about like the whole society and I think that really shows in small acts like that.
0: Yeah I can totally imagine before that story would have happened if some stranger would have asked to borrow my phone charger I would have been like um probably not. There could just be someone like me that's struggling and is just a dummy and like didn't pack their phone charger for the airport.
1: Yeah and just in need and needed your help. Yeah I love that. I also have a story but it's something we both experienced. Um, A little bit ago, we took a trip to Maine and I think, I mean, it was cold and we were walking around all day and we were trying to get to our destination and I think we were both a little bit frantic and, you know, kind of had our heads down and weren't really appreciating the view or anything and we were crossing the street and Laura had on a shirt that says, that's Indie Blues brand, Um, if you haven't looked her up, we mentioned her before. She has this brand and it has a saying across it that says, I love you, say it back. And as we were crossing the street, a car was driving by and they uh, rolled down their window and shouted, I love you at us. And it was such a sweet, like wholesome moment that I think kind of both made us take a step back and like take a deep breath. and Taken our surroundings a little bit more, and I really appreciate when people are kind of aware and willing to, you know, maybe shout, I love you at you every once in a while.
0: I feel like that needs to be a thing. I'm not talking about catcalling, but just in general, nice, wholesome things we just need to tell strangers that more and I love yeah whenever I wear that shirt I've gotten a few times where people have just said I love you and I forget I'm wearing the shirt and I'm like oh my god this person loves me I don't even know them it's so it's such a sweet feeling yeah and I love that
1: that kind of made that her brand and it's really impacted quite a few people across the world, and I think that's something also that I like about our generation and the generation Gen Z, you know, they really are focusing, I think, more on being empathetic and loving and caring to the people around them.
0: Yeah, I love that. This is kind of on that same note along the lines of just making, like, a connection with someone and just little ways people show they care, and I love when you're at a coffee shop and the barista makes, like, genuine conversation with you and you just get into kind of a long conversation I'm not talking about just like a hey how are you what do you want to order you actually get into like maybe the music or just you know making some sort of conversation about your day and like they are just asking from like a place of genuinely being curious and caring and not so much just can I take your order you know
1: exactly I also love putting together an amazing outfit that you just know you're gonna rock and then even just taking it up a level with some amazing jewelry to go with that outfit
0: yes on the note carol is wearing like the most amazing jewelry (laughs) right now she's got the best earrings she's got like these butterfly earrings on they're so cute thank you i
1: appreciate it i think we have similar styles so i love when we compliment each other on our different accoutrements and Different, really nice shirts and things. That's true.
0: I feel like we get together and it's like one big like compliment fest. It's like, wow, I love your shirt. Okay, but I also love your hair and also this. Right, exactly.
1: Like- but what are friends for, right? Or good friends, I suppose.
0: Yeah, speaking of friends too. Another thing that I love is when you haven't seen a friend in a while and you pick up right where you left off.
1: Yes, I feel like we are a, a bit like that since we live a, a distance away and sometimes we go months without talking and then pick up right where we left off and
0: sometimes need to
1: talk for hours on end. Yeah. To catch each other up.
0: We're we're also talking for hours on end, even when we talk every single week, so it's kind of fun that way too. The last thing I have on my list is handwritten thank you cards. I don't know about you, but I love, like, it just feels so personal, and I feel like a lot of people don't do that anymore. Yeah, in the age
1: of internet, like, there's so many, like, not that that's a bad thing, really, but when people take the time to actually write you
0: a handwritten thank you. So I'm on small business TikTok and I love watching the people do their packaging videos and they all have the cutest thank you cards. And I feel like that's something, you know, I try to keep in mind, kind of tying it into my business too. I, I love like writing my clients handwritten thank you cards or something I want to start doing is having client welcome boxes with like a cute card and maybe a product from another small business or something like that. When you love what you do, you just want to like bring that joy to all your clients, you know? I think that's something that small
1: businesses should do a lot more of. And speaking of small businesses, I think that it's nice to show empathy to like not only your clientele, but the other people also in your like field of work, especially if you're like a smaller, maybe a creative, it's definitely that more sense of community compared to sense of competition that I think a lot of people really feed into. And I think that we will progress more if we create more of a sense of community and less of a sense of you know competition.
0: Yeah I see that a lot promoted in the photography kind of community but one thing that I've noticed is a lot of people will say that but then there's still the kind of people that are really like gatekeeping certain things or trying to be a little bit secretive not saying that you have to give away like all of your knowledge to every person, but I do, I think that sometimes it's kind of a weird dissonance, you know, when you are saying community over competition, but then you're trying to make sure that no one knows like what camera you use or what lets you use or even software you use to manage your client experience. It's just kind of a weird thing I notice in the photography and videography industry.
1: Yeah, I think that's the same for a lot of other businesses out there as well. I think that everybody starts somewhere and it's better if we learn from each other instead of kind of, I don't know, having this sense of you got to build it yourself, like learn everything. Like, there's, I mean, there is granted a lot of a wealth of knowledge out there, but it's in the age of knowledge, it's nicer, I think, to help each other out and help each other wade through all of this knowledge.
0: I'll be honest, that's something I'm not really all that proud of. When I started getting into photography and videography, I kind of had that mindset where It was like other photographers and videographers were my competition. When you're just starting out, it almost feels like so overwhelming to be like on the bottom, if you, if you will, you know, you're, I don't know how to get clients and I don't know how to manage everything. And what about contracts? And you have so many questions. And when people aren't willing to give you those answers, it kind of feels like once you figure it out for yourself. You want to like hide away that information because you had to work so hard to figure it out. I've just come to realize over the years that that was so silly of me and my business has done so much better since I've connected with other people. You know, I've talked to other random people that have asked me, what do you do in the industry that's so saturated? And really a lot of those other photographers and videographers and Even other people in the wedding industry too, like event coordinators, have been my biggest cheerleaders, have been the biggest source of referrals for me, have always been willing to help, and that's helped my business grow so much. It's really nice
1: to see that, and I understand wanting to hold that knowledge in, especially when you can see that the market may be saturated, but I also feel like there's such an abundance in this world that... Maybe it's more so about mindset. I mean, like I get trapped in that mindset too of, am I gonna be good enough? Is there gonna be someone who's better than me, whatnot? But I think if we do share knowledge with each other and communicate with each other, and it just helps everybody in the end, and
0: including just uh, society. I don't know if it, is this controversial, but I think the saying like of a market being oversaturated, I think it's just a myth. Hot take. So I went to college for marketing, and there was a whole college of business students, and not once did I think, wow, I got to fight with all these other marketing majors. I can only be the one person that does digital marketing for XYZ or something. That never even crossed my mind. So it's really strange to me when people kind of put that mindset on like creative industries, because you would never go to a college and tell all the students this college is oversaturated or your degree is oversaturated but yet people have that mindset with running like their small businesses or or even big businesses too so it's just kind of funny to me that way
1: yeah i think that's very interesting actually because we i think maybe have been raised to believe that like we've been told Hey, do something that's gonna make you money, that you know is gonna be a for sure. But then we're so surrounded by like these small businesses and like all these people still making a decent living. But we're so clouded from that. And I don't know why. I don't know why we were told that, like to take kind of the safe route, you know? When the safe route, I don't know, maybe just as saturated as something else.
0: Hmm. This is me like, now I'm like about to dive it in deep, so just like bear with me here people, but <laughs> yeah it's um,
1: out.
0: yeah maybe like I said again, maybe a little controversial take, but I think a lot of the reason you know we're kind of taught to have this like scarcity mindset is just because it's so much easier to have someone that wants to like really fight over their position and doesn't feel like there's room for them anywhere else because then you're always getting, really qualified candidates that are like fighting not to the death but like fighting extremely hard over the same position whereas if everyone had an attitude of there's an abundance of jobs out there I, I'll just find something else there maybe wouldn't be that intense attitude about feeling like you need a certain job or you need a certain degree yeah I just think that kind of ties into society as a whole I don't know do you agree with that? Absolutely, without a doubt, honestly. And I think there's a shift happening.
1: I think, I've talked about this with a couple people, a shift in the generations in the way that we tackle that and in what we believe around that subject. And I think it's going to change, because I've seen uh, TikToks and YouTube videos and articles about how uh, we were always told these jobs, you know, you have to get because They have the best benefits, a 401k, like, all these things, like, be safe, be safe, be safe. But sometimes you have to take a risk, and I think we've just been told not to, to, right, keep this, these, maybe these big corporations or whatever in business having employees. And I think I see a lot of, like, millennials who are not happy in their jobs, and so they just up and quit and then they become, they find something else to do, or they have another career, or they live in a van, and they're so much happier, it just seems like that's the mindset shift that's happening.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that a lot too, just with, I don't know, I feel like as I grow up, I'm being exposed to a lot more things that I never thought of as a kid. I don't remember who said this, or if it was a podcast I was listening to, or something like that, but I just remember someone talking about how because of a lot of the things that our generation has grown up dealing with, we've kind of made things that used to not be cool into trendy things like thrifting, for example. It used to be kind of looked down on and it was just seen so negatively or like it was dirty. And then our generation has really been like, thrifting is cool, look at, I got all these clothes that are really unique and really cheap. And, and help the environment
1: by reusing and probably help smell small business, because typically those are uh, what thrift shops are. Exactly. I remember in high school thinking that, like, why isn't thrifting more popular? Because, like, we're all going to these big, fast fashion corporations, we're all being fed this over social media and in ads and whatnot, being told, like, this is what we need to do. And I love that, like, yeah, our generation and the upcoming generation are kind of changing that, saying, like, well, hold on, why are we, why would we want to do that if this is going to be better for our environment and us and a lot cooler?
0: Yeah, same with van life. You know, even if you would have told me in middle school that someone lives in their car or van, I probably would have thought that doesn't seem super great, you know, to be honest. And now I'm like, wow, this person has all this freedom. They get to choose where they want to be, a lot more financial freedom as well, just being that, of course, most people's biggest expense is where they live. And yeah, it just it's really seeing that shift in perspective of something that used to be seen as like not super exciting is now turning into something where people are just kind of changing their mindset on it and making it into something cool because they decided it's cool.
1: Yeah, I think that the main thing I personally deduce this down to is the shift in being more analytical, not to hate on boomers, but I feel like they were just kind of accepting like this status quo, just not looking into it very much. Whereas now we're stopping and asking why and looking deeper into just everyday things.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of that kind of stems from our generation growing up with a lot of really unique challenges, I guess you would say, just with how crazy the world has gotten. You know, if you ask your parents, I remember looking at an old yearbook and they used to have like a rifle club at school and that was... Considered fine and and nothing bad seemed to come of that and just seeing how how things have shifted I think has made our generation a lot more aware of frankly all the problems that the the world is facing and it's kind of shifted our perspective a little bit into something positive because it's like if all of this negative stuff is going on why don't I just do what I want to do and make the best of the life that I have versus always sticking with the status quo.
1: Yeah, exactly. I believe that comes largely from the wealth of knowledge that we have been raised with, you know, in the age of the internet.
0: That's so true. This is kind of like back on the lighter note because we've been getting kind of deep here, but all of those TikToks where it's like life hacks and everyone is like mind blown. I'm like, there are so many random little things that I would have never known if it was not for that trend on TikTok.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Or even pulling this conversation kind of full circle without just getting that random inspiration from TikTok. We would have never had the idea to make this podcast such a positive thing, despite, you know, the world being a little crazy.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think that even with everything that might be happening in the world, it's important to... Always do something that brings you joy or, you know, might bring somebody else joy, whether it's something small or a huge act of kindness. So let us know maybe some things that bring you joy by reaching out on our Instagram page for our podcast. It is That underscore podcast. Also, while you're there, just give us a little like and a follow if you're feeling it. We appreciate all of your support and look forward to hearing from you. If you're interested, our podcasts come out every Tuesday and we hope you join us.